It's your boy Red Dragon. We back in here with another podcast, man. This is the part two of the film industry. Once again, back in here with D Hunter. Um, just real quick, as always, just want to shout out to everybody in all the 15 states that's been watching this. And I mean, listening to this, my badly yeah, listening to this. You know, I always appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all keep sharing this everywhere. And then, uh, real quick, as always, follow me on Instagram at Red Dragon King, Twitter at Jack Dragon King, and then my YouTube. Um, vlog channel is Red Dragon um, Afterlife So if y'all want to go ahead and support any of that Make sure y'all go ahead and follow me on other socials And once again you can always get at me way quicker on um, Instagram or Twitter Like directly if you want to just you know DM me some stuff And yeah, with that being said man we get right into the intro Technically we are going off from the you know continuing from the last podcast So obviously y'all know my guest he already introduced himself before But if you got anything you want to say before we get started bro you can go ahead Uh so once again it's your boy D Hunter aka uh Rank Uh you know um, you know you guys didn't know before Um I'm a pretty much a, an artist and you know pretty much in all mediums um, you know, I do film. Film is, has always been my first love. Uh, you know, I write as well. Write poetry. You know, I write rhymes. I've recorded songs and stuff like that. Nothing huge, nothing big. But you know, I've always been just been an experimental uh, spirit when it comes to different mediums. And film has always been the uh, the love that I fell on. So, you know, what I'm saying I also play games. You know, what I'm saying. I don't stream like I used to, but I'm thinking about it. But otherwise, yeah, you know, it's your boy. I'm sitting here chilling with Red Dragon. Again, I appreciate you uh, having me aboard doing this part two. Because part no one doubt, was, no doubt, oh no my doubt. God, it was Yes, damn, no I'm doubt, no me. doubt. Yes, yes, we got into some deep stuff. Well, first things <laughs> first, we'll just continue where we left off. Uh, do you, uh, do you? believe Hollywood has an agenda against the black uh, community? Um, so, I would say definitely, man. I mean, look, uh, as far as the you know Hollywood film industry, however you want to see it, um, I mean, it's always affected, you know, as far as minorities, blacks. Um, mm-hmm. I would say since, since the beginning, since the inception of film, um, they, I mean, back in the day, how did they, you know, represent people of, you know, black, of color? Yeah, we, you know? we get would put on white that. face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, yep. they would put on the white face. I mean, the black face. I'm sorry. Yeah, they would yeah, put black on the face, black, yep. face. black face. Yep, yep. So, and then they would make us, you Tropical know what I'm saying, thunder. look like savages and, you know, and like Rapists. so ignorant. Yep. Yeah, All exactly. Yep. Rapists, killers. Yep. You know, uh, savages, cannibals. What is it? A you know, born and, of a nation, making of a nation, or something like that? Uh, oh God, born. What was it? it was something making, of a nation. I think it was uh, making of a nation or something like that. That that was one of yeah. those movies that they was depicting as real terrible, and, and a lot of people don't understand this. This is history of film. Like this is history in the film industry. If you a film head, you gotta know something about it, or somewhat about it. Um, birth of a nation. Your birth of a nation. There you go. Yep. That birth was of the name. Of That's it. exactly what it yeah. is. Yep. Yep. That's basically when they showed basically a, you know regarding the clan mm-hmm. and how the clan was basically represented as heroes. 
yup, yup. It says saving the white women from the, you know, the black yep. men that was going to take them and rape exactly. them and all that. And people don't exactly. know the depiction of King Kong um, being actually added on to that. But once again, that's deeper symbolism. We got we got some more deep topics later into this podcast. So I hope you all really do stay tuned in. And like I said, make sure you all got time just to listen to the whole thing. If you're just getting off work, all that, I probably should have told you all this ahead of time. But we definitely about to get deep. So, um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so technically, we both can agree that Hollywood does have an agenda against black. Oh, of course. I mean, I mean, listen, man. If we can go back, as far as I can remember, like even what movie kind of like opened my eyes as far as like black people really getting like advantage of that. I'm I'm trying to think of uh, where I was just like, okay, like really they they actually do that. You know, and I would yeah, say I like seventies, seventies. I can't pinpoint what movie, but I would definitely say black exploitation films were. Oh, bro, that's know, crazy. You said that. Oh, yeah, I got that in the lineup. We both. That's no, they were next. like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you think about it, like I, mm-hmm. I, I've watched. I can't say that I watched a lot of those type of films. I've known about the Shaft movies. I've known about Dynamite. Uh, you know, and I even, you know, and I don't know if you watch like parody off of this, uh, the black exploitation film, uh, I'm gonna get you sucker. You know, that oh, was Oh, yeah, I remember hearing something about like the late that. 80s. Yeah, yeah, I would need yeah. to watch that, yeah. But the, uh, the, the Keenan Ivory Wayans, the Wayne Brothers was, um, was, was part of the film. Like, it was like an all star cast, man. Like, it was very crazy. And, you know, as far as like, I would say black exploitation films because that's as far as I can remember because I grew up in the 80s and obviously you know they play those type of films late at night you know if, if you're up that late during the 80s you, know yep, saying, yep. you catch it on a Sunday afternoon if you're watching mm-hmm. you know Fox Kung Fu flicks or whatever so it was always on and I always saw it was like either the pimp or the the gangster the gangster mm-hmm. Or you know, the female, it was the never womanizer, like the womanizer. Yep. Somebody just yeah. eating women ass. And... It was never, it was never like a hero. It was always like you know, and I would say even with Shaft, he was kind of like he played on that line, but still, and I would say like in a in a lot of ways, in one black exploitation also showed you know uh, that you know black people can 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 act can be on film even though. They were exploited, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, okay, this was part of black cinema. You know, this is the, the part of history. Factual. So, you know, well I mean, we probably wouldn't have certain directors or, you know, certain actors, actresses, you know, that looked at those type of films and made, you know, whether they got um, motivation off that or whether they felt like, okay, this shit needs to change. We got to show, like, ourselves in a better light. You know, that's the only way that I can see is, you know, black exploitation films were those type of films where, you know, black people were exploited. You know? Yeah, and man. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I, I can't I can't say anything more than that. Yeah, I definitely want to add to that because um, the next question was going to be, what do you think about films like Minute to Society, which we're already technically hitting on that kind of Ooh. shit. So I want to get on that ASAP. Um, and I do believe this. I believe we needed movies like Minister Society. But at the same time, that was also, I feel like, a black exploitation film or that that was a that was used to put out 
you know more films like that because you got menace to society you got boys in the hood you got shit like juice um mm -hmm. you got all that kind of shit where it's like young black men betraying other black men or you know because i'm saying i don't think as black people that is a part of our reality some of us grew up in the hood and some of us are gang members gang bangers exactly. um some yep. of us are just people from the hood that don't got no gang affiliation but we from the mm -hmm. hood or we lived up in that environment and i believe those films like that was good for our entertainment because once again it was entertainment that's why it was good yeah. because we know like that shit you know it happens in the hood shit like friday friday yeah. depicted yeah. in a more com comedic level because you were still yeah. in the hood but it wasn't as hardcore you know niggas getting shot left and right like boys in the hood or menace to society uh, but so yeah. we, we can we definitely play both sides of that spectrum where we can make serious movies about it um and then we can make comedic movies about it and mm -hmm. honestly those mm -hmm. movies was good the 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 thing i feel is but hollywood left it at that if you ain't making jokes about the hood or making if you're gonna make something serious then make it about just niggas you know betraying each other but we not Blood gonna let y'all get all that stuff. yeah we not gonna let y'all get movies where it depicts a black man rising up or even a black woman rising up and mm. actually doing something more positive and then once you do do those kind of movies those are more in the closet low budgeted or no they're not going to be as pushed as hard as some like a menace to society because that's it's not the fact that um y'all don't think people don't understand this is entertainment um it, well i'm maybe let me take that back it's not the fact y'all don't think black people don't see this entertainment we're looking at it as entertainment the rest of the world looking at it as like okay this shit just what it is because this is the only way black people can act is if they in these roles outside of these roles it looks weird i always love and wanted to say this this is the reason why i personally feel like you don't see black people make horror movies with a full black cast and everybody jokes about the well that because it wouldn't be no movie because black people whatever whatever no i think black people would be able to be casted in those roles i'm talking about a full black cast something like a michael myers you know what i'm saying something that's I'm, I'm talking about seriously scary not no scary movie type stuff i'm talking about seriously right. the tone is serious of the movie is what i'm trying to say that's the, the yeah the tone of the movie is serious um there's so a reason so no, oh, go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. okay i was gonna finish real quick but there's a mm. reason why you don't see that is because once you put black people in those serious roles like that that shows that their acting skills is just as superb as everybody else and then people would take black people serious more that sound a little foolish to think mm -hmm. like a, a, you know making something as serious as a horror movie or something like that with black people in it it would make people you know it would make us look more than what they're used to seeing versus people that's just doing comedy or some people to laugh at or we just gangbanging killing each other so i want right. to point that out real quick right there but go ahead what was you gonna say so I'm a piggy back off that. So as far as movies like Boys in the Hood, Menace mm -hmm. to Society, um, Juice, uh, let's let's even go further than that, right? You have uh -huh. Poetic Justice. Oh yeah, you always oh, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Above the Rim. Above the Rim. Uh, yep. mm -hmm. uh, you had, you know, and I'll even go even further, right? So those mm -hmm. type of movies, right? Those were, as I like to call them, and I don't know if it's called this now, but those were hood movies. Your, your, oh yeah, that's your, facts. If yes, it was that's from facts. the hood, you, you know. Yes. Any anybody that lives in any hood in anywhere, anywhere. in yep. any hood, yep. if you say boys in the hood nine times out of ten, they'll 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 be like, yo, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've seen. You know, and facts. you even have like independent movies, and I don't know if you've seen. This is the one hood movie that I felt like I I loved 
only because I love the the artist as far as him being a rapper is um oh god gosh it's with Cameron Cameron part of the dipset and I'm trying to think if it's hood season or no killer season oh killer yeah called. yeah killer season killer yes, season. yes 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 so you yes, so you know what i'm talking yes, about i know what you're talking about yes okay. yes yes so bro. that was like hood independent independent yes hood thank yeah. you hood independent yes that was hood independent now look, let me go back so as far as like those type of movies boys in the hood um that was a movie that really opened my eyes as far as like gang violence to be honest, bro, I never knew how serious gang violence was. Even though I was, yes. you know, raised in the hood, yes. I knew dudes that sold drugs. I knew, like, I knew dudes that, you know, what I'm saying, that were shooters. I knew those type of guys, and they Factuals, knew me. Factuals. They knew I wasn't, you know, I was basically an innocent, but Factuals, I knew Factuals. those guys. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? What, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Um, someone like will probably be an affiliate. Like, you don't have to necessarily because yes. people that's not from the hood think if you're not doing this shit in the hood, you then you just not fucking with the hood. It ain't that. Cause everybody right. doesn't have to do what everybody else considered is hood shit for people to be accepted in the hood. That is the mentality that everybody that's out on the outside looking in, that's where they're broken. So yeah, I know right. exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you mean. So, and I mean, I was always, and I was always that guy, like, you know, I would hang around with those guys, but they knew, like, yo, you know, you're not built for this, you know what I'm saying, this and that, but I was, you know, I grew up with those guys, so, like, when I see movies like Boys in the Hood, you know, uh, uh, South Central, I don't know if you remember South Central at all. Yeah, yeah, I remember South, well, uh, Bobby, movie. who was that, Bobby, they call him what, Bobby, nah, is we did, the Bobby dude was in there, uh, yeah, South Central Bobby LA. Did, did, yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah so i mean like those movies kind of opened my eyes like okay like all right you kind of opened my eyes to this we know in a, in a sense this was entertainment as far as like hood warfare like gang warfare like i didn't know it was that crazy yeah you know like what i'm saying a, a like movie called it, oh yeah not to cut you off just on two seconds like, oh, yeah, go ahead. a movie called colors was depicting on that um colors. Was, yeah colors that was, was an older movie yes. that's another colors. movie that was like showing that real i know deal. exactly about Blood colors crip. yes yes you definitely seen that shit. they use the language in there and everything yep. from yeah yep. so mm -hmm. and, and it also and, and it also like if, okay so like you those type of films right i would say though those films made money and though those films were hood you know what i'm saying and expose the world to like okay this is what really happens but nowadays you don't really get those hood movies in yes you know oh, i want to you touch really on that so bad those. yes because like paid in full yes i don't know if you've yes. ever seen yeah, paid in full, full. Like, yes yes yep paid like, in full that's another one shotters like you don't yeah, get shot. those films Rude boy yep uh, yep like, and because the thing is nowadays i believe that the younger generation i think that the spell of gang banging has really broke a lot of like what this new generation consider real gang banging i don't think mm -hmm. they're doing it to the higher levels the people that's doing it to the higher levels are just the folks in the, the technically the gds and the bds that's in chicago those right. are the, like the main ones i'm not saying nowhere else ain't got crips and bloods that's still beefing of course that's still right. happening but that shit is definitely on the debtors lower level um because right. there's not as much gang violence promoted against each other in the music um back then mm. when we had those um we had those movies out 
See, people mm-hmm. don't know about this shit called banging on wax, bloods and crips. I don't know if you ever knew about that. This was a CD. I never with, knew back about from, that. Yes, back from the 80s, bro. If you look this shit up, and we, I still bump some of that music to this day. And they talking hardcore. If you a crip, get your shit shot and all this kind of shit. And this is what was on oh, wax. Wow. Yes, and the that's same good. thing. Um, the the music industry seen that that's what it was. That was like the first time bloods and crips ever collaborated. They was from California. And the whole thing, how it starts off, is called Banging on Wax. And I think they got Banging on Wax 1, 2, and 3. But the main one I know is, is if anybody noticed, if, especially if you was a blood, what, back in the 80s, um, 90s, you knew what Pyru Love was. See, both of my older brothers mm-hmm. were bloods. That's how I even got tuned into listening to that music because Dave was even playing that shit when all the, you know, gang shit came over here. So to make, I'm just want to, you know, wrap all, their, all that up. It's, they was... The music was heavily promoted. I'm talking about using the language hardcore. Today, the word op has been replaced with the word like crab, which would be a disrespectful mm-hmm. word for a crip. Slob is a mm-hmm. disrespectful word for a blood. Donut mm-hmm. or rake is a different disrespectful word for a folk. Those words will not be used today. That is why I feel like the gang culture today ain't as hardcore because the disrespect is because anybody could be an op. And it's cool for people that's not gang banging to use the word as op. Everything mm. is so commercialized right now. And that's and, and, that, that, and that's what it and, is. And, and um, then people think like and then those people that, that that's they don't get it. And then here's the thing. Now these people they see these movies, they you know, now they they, they think they know. You know what I'm saying? They think they in the know, but they don't really know. Facts, like, bro. Facts. These hood, these hood movies, some of them do portray how it really yeah, that goes really down. Is, yes. Like, you, you but, will see somebody getting fucked up in the alley right. in real life, bro. Yep. Right. And here's the thing, though. And this is where I'm going to go with the documentary stuff. That's why I like watching more documentaries than I do, like, Hollywood films. Because, and sometimes, even with documentaries, you got to be a little skeptical. Because facts, you know facts, what I'm saying? Facts, sometimes facts. it could be scripted, sometimes it yep. could be not. You never know. Yeah, you gotta but watch out. The, we know the information for, that we got trained eyes. We know what to look, we know what yep. to look for. Exactly. Though. Yeah, go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> go ahead. So like when when they go into these uh like and unfortunately I haven't really looked into any like hood documentaries other than your documentary on, you know, the uh the homelessness mm-hmm. in Toledo. Mm-hmm. So like and I've watched both versions. Um, and I appreciate I, and, that and as well. Yep. Part one, yeah, you did a part one and a part two. Yep. And it's amazing, man, how like people are mad cool to work with you, Thanks. and to be like, you know, what I'm saying, hey, I'm I'm just here to just hear your story and Thanks. just put it out there if you want to be wanted to put it out there. Thanks. The fact that you give these people the choice to do it, man, I commend you. And then the fact that they work with you is mm-hmm. even like. You know, because they want people to see and they want people to be heard. Yeah. And that's what's missing in a lot of these films. I feel like now versus in the in, in the eighties and somewhat in the nineties, is that there's not a lot of real truth to these films. There's not a lot of truth. There's a lot of it is embellished or is toned down because they don't want to give the realness. No, that's facts though, man. Um a lot of people there's no more honest journalism no more. And I do want to piggyback off what you were just saying about that. When I had got out there, I initially started like, you know what, this is, I'm always into deep stuff. I'm a polymath. Once again, if y'all know what that is, just look it up. I said somebody in the last podcast, but I just want to keep the flow rolling real quick. Um, 
my thing is I always like to look deep into worlds where I feel like it's unseen. It's not that I thought I never I just sat down and thought like, hey, nobody never did a documentary on homeless people. I know there's millions of those, but I feel like no when they when them when people are doing those type of documentaries, they're just looking for stories to be told. When I did mine, I was looking at okay, I want stories to be told, but I also would like to know by these stories being told, so what is the end result? How is this helping you get out this situation? Because it's deeper mm -hmm. than that. It's mm -hmm. deeper than just, hey, I wound up on the street because this, that, and the third, what the person is saying. Now, once the person get a backstory, we have to see, all right, now, how are you trying to get out this situation? Because I didn't right. read some of them damn comments, man. Some of them be, oh, you got, you no know, dude got a beer, and how are you trying to get out there? He's drinking beer. Dude, do you understand that $5 okay? If somebody give you $5, are you going to save that shit? for the next what ah. until you get another five dollars bro like this is the type of shit the general public that's they sound so ignorant they speak well these people just want beer and this and that they only have beer money or they only have little money and then on top of that some of them dudes is only eating shit like like you wouldn't even eat uh fucking um what is that corner store not even food like not canned food they eating like like candy and shit I'm trying to think of the name, yeah. like sweet cakes and shit like that off of the, you know, Debbie right. cakes or whatever. They, you know, right. they got to buy that kind of stuff, plus they got to get their little fix. When you they got to hit the junk food. They got to yeah, yeah, budget in a sense. sense yes. And, and the thing I don't like is people that do work and that's, you know, that's not homeless, they act like they don't fucking go get them a drink when they get off fucking work. The difference is mm -hmm. you're doing it with a roof over your head and you have food and you're, you know, you're to society you are sustained these people yep. don't have none of that so when they're doing that stuff of course it's gonna look worse they just out there look like they drinking you would be out there yep. look like you're drinking too if you didn't have a goddamn roof on your head when you was drinking but yep. yeah i'm glad that you had brought that up um working with the people out here i definitely just i felt something because at the end of the day in my head i always think like i would not be no different than these people to be honest i don't see no difference i could be out here on the fucking street right with them like it wouldn't be nothing the thing would have yep. to be is what is being done to really help. And once I found out that it was some grimy shit or some some shit that they technically not really trying to help these people, certain shelters, uh, which is majority. Yes, sir. Which you probably I heard mean, about I, that I, damn cherry yeah, tree mission and, was and, getting talked about bad. So, yeah, and, and the fact that you kind of like was like, oh, what? They're not trying to help people. Like, yes. like you went in deeper as to, okay, why are you not why trying to help people? Facts, facts. And when yeah, I try like, to reach out, they didn't they told me i think i said this in uh, the first documentary they told me that they wanted to know what would the what what was the documentary about and how was it going to be narrated and i told them it was coming from a straight standpoint they did not reach out that's why when i did the second one i tried to and this is two years later i got the 2018 and the 2020 2020 yep. come I'm doing out there finding out the same shit just to see i made sure my story was clear in the beginning of the uh, documentary i want to see what has changed if anything has been done same shit mm -hmm. it's just this time they say they remember who i was they didn't want me on their property this time when, uh, when I was recording <laughs> So if I would have threw that in there I could have really made them look bad That's why in the beginning of the, of the second documentary This is a whole mm -hmm. 100% Everybody can fact check this I'm shooting the guy named Howie The homeless guy that was in the beginning His name is Howie yep. You'll hear me say go ahead Howie When I was talking to him That's when they had told me they want me on his property That's why the gate is in front of him I have the, the uh... dude at the store That separated the gate right there his he yeah. said yeah you can shoot on my property and i shot that's how i shot the the homeless guy through the gate from the other side and then i looked at it, i'm wow. like okay well this is symbolism because it goes to show that he's stuck behind a barrier 
You know, he's stuck Bruh. behind of a barrier that he can't get out of right now. And on top of that, they have a hand on him. So it's it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Bro, it's crazy yes. how, you, how that just set up. Yes, that's yes. Great yes, because I'm like, oh, if that's how y'all going to do it, y'all, I'm just getting these people's story told. What's, what is, you know, what's the problem? But this is how I know. In filmmaking, this shit run deep because they see somebody and we, with the people of film, we have that power to bring shit to light. And that exactly. is our greatest gift. That's our. We might not be able to help everybody, you know what I'm saying? But we can bring shit to light because once you are aware of something, it, you you only can make two choices. You only can be for it or against it. That is it. That's it. No matter how hard somebody be like, oh well, you know, I da da da. No, you either with it or against it after that. So, yeah, that's the that's the thing, man. That is the main thing. I'm glad you asked that though. Um, I did even think about wanting to do one on gangs, but it's just coming from my own history. I don't think I could get, I'd probably get a, a bunch of bloods and be cool in front of them, but it would be mm-hmm. hard how my mentality is to get in front of some crips or some folks. And I'm like, that wouldn't be fair to them if I just did yeah. one side. So I'm like, you know what, I would probably yeah. touch that in general. But I would definitely yeah. work with somebody else that probably would want to, you know, try to go shoot some or edit some or something like that. Like, all right, well, maybe I ain't got to be the cameraman, but if y'all can go out and get this all shit, right. you know, I'll be fair to everybody because that's what it is. But yeah, most now, definitely, me, man. Go, but go ahead. Now, so, so, so let me. So let's let's go back a little bit, okay? Okay. So now, as far as, and I know if you wanted to keep, you know, going on this subject. No, we definitely can. As, okay, so as far as like when you say uh, regarding black people being exploited and all that stuff, right? So, yeah. what about the movies, okay, regarding slavery, right? Mm-hmm. So you had. Uh, 12 Years a Slave, which I'm going to be brutally honest, I didn't even see it because it was just, to me, it was just another movie about slavery. Right? I watched it and then, you kind of right, but yep, go ahead. Then then you had, you know, let, let's even go back back in the day, 80s, you had Roots. Um, yep. You know, that was about, you know. Slavery. <laughs> slavery at the end of the day. Um, you know, you had the Django. Yep, Amistad, uh, Amistad. Mm-hmm. Amistad. Um, what else? You had, I mean, you you had all these. So it's a lot of them. Up until maybe I would say, and I heard about the Nat Turner movie, and you know it wasn't told. It was just basically about the rebellion. Um, yep. And it to me, when I heard that movie was being made and it was actually put out, however, that movie would have made a lot more money. And I don't know if you you may want to look into this, but. It, it got controversy surrounding it right before it was getting released, bro. Oh yeah. And it was like, wow, this is gonna. This is the truth about uh, Nat Turner. How this dude got um, uh, motivated by the Haitian slave rebellion and decided to do a rebellion here in the United States. And they don't want to put something out like that. Like why? Yeah. So you want to put out controversy on the film so nobody sees it. Yeah. Nobody, you know. Yeah. See, Hollywood has a way, bro, of like and, and going back to people of color and even women and yeah. black women. Yep. Like they just they, they they're just given certain roles, they're given certain yeah. positions, and that's it. Is deep, you know what I'm bro. Saying? Yes, it's deep. And man. even like, and even like, you got actors, great actors and actresses like um, Denzel Washington, right? Angela Bassett, uh, it's, it's so many people I wish I could name, you know what I'm saying, that I can't really think of off, the, off, off my head. Regina King is one. Yep, um, yep. Uh, you, you got, 
I mean, it's just so many good actresses. Yeah, you got so many, and, man. And, and 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 directors. The girl you know, that played like, the vet, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, what else? And you was talking about horror. What about Jordan Peele? Jordan yes, Peele actually yes. putting he, out. He, yes, he, and that's like the first black dude I could see getting into horror. But you're right. And it's all from the black perspective, bro. Facts. facts. Thank you. Facts. That's and that's and you see, you he he was he's putting black full black cast in the horror sense, and you can see how good that looks. You can see how good it plays out as well. It's just as well as anybody else's horror, you know. Yeah. Um. And now, but, and here's the thing: like, would that ever happen back in the '90s or '80s? Hell would, no. Would, 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 would a Jordan Peele back then get a chance? To put out the real, like real stuff, nope, nope. but in an entertaining manner. Nope, because we about to get deep in. We gonna, we about to get, we about to hit some deep shit right here where it almost. Let's go. No, this because yes, Let's yes, we, it's about to be deep because this is all dealing with race relations, bloodlines, everything else. This is the shit that, but it all pertains to film. And remember, we was talking mm-hmm. about the brain language is signs, symbols, and uh, yeah, signs and symbols. That's that's the brain language. Signs, symbols, and pictures or whatever. Um, yep. and these people know this. This is why I got the hashtag Never Hollywood. And once we get to the Hollywood part, bro, this shit, this might blow some of y'all minds, man. This this going to blow y'all out the water. But, um, yeah, the next thing I was going to just ask the Hunter before we get to all of that good juicy shit. Once again, stay tuned. Please stay tuned because we got I got some hard-hitting shit for y'all. Um, what would you do to help young black people get in the film industry? Like, what would, your, what would be your... Oh advice to them as if you you know if you was gonna guide them or try to help them in if or something like that if you was a recruiter if you could just help you know you know get help black people get in there younger black people get in there what would you tell them or how would you go about it so here's here's the story right so growing up my dad right always he was always a tinker and one of his things that he loved to do was he loved to like mess around with broken equipment and put it back together and make it work. Facts. So he would always, uh, he had a video camera, big, you know, the the, the, the VHS. Oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Joints, yep, yep, right? Yep. So obviously I grew up around that time. Yeah, I was these 2000 babies don't know about like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> nope, they don't. Yeah. I so they don't know the struggle. Facts. So when, like my dad used to, when we used to have big parties and Haitian people, cause I come from, that's where my, my uh, heritage is from. Um, when Haitian people had parties back in the day, bro, it was like a block party. So my dad would literally just videotape the whole thing. People dancing, even having fun. I got so interested in what he was doing that I wanted to do film, right? Growing up, you grew up in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? I'm like in my twenties, I'm broke college. So I'm trying to find ways to do film and I needed a camera, didn't have a camera. My, one of my ex-girlfriends surprised me and got me a camera, my first camera. That's what's up, Me nice. and my boys, we just started, you know, doing little movies. Once they found out, it was like, yo, let's, let's just film. And we did one movie called The Kidnapping, just just out of the blue. We was just on, on the spot, just picking little, doing little scenes and stuff like that. We had a little fight scene at the end. Boom, boom, done. And, and we laughed at it. We didn't know how to cut it together or anything like that. So it was like one shot. Yep, so okay, for any it. of y'all that don't know, yeah. back in the day, yeah, it wasn't where you recorded everything. You just uploaded into your computer. Yeah, you had no. to have... <laughs> Uh, it was like equivalent it, back then. It was like a twenty thousand dollar yes, computer yes, yes. that you would need to render your VHS stuff. Yes. Okay. Yes. So 
Y'all got it easy. We didn't have that. Real so, quick fun we, fact. I only cut you off. Okay. Just real, real quick fun fact. Just based off what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, if y'all look into the history once again, there was no such thing as putting giving the consumers editors how we got how we can download editing software on our pcs and uh, on y'all phones there was none of that back then you had to get shit directly from the industry for like editing but go ahead yep, yep. so we didn't have that so when we when we shot on a little cameras this is when now you had the little uh digital video tapes right so now the cameras got smaller you got your camcorders now it's a little affordable again my ex-girlfriend hooked me up and we started making these films and we had to just, hey, we had one shot. And if we had to re-record the shot, then we re-record the shot. Now, I'm gonna tell y'all what what I've learned in as far as growing up doing these little films, fun films, and even today, I still have them. Now, I'm not able to play them, but I still have them in my possession. The thing is- Which is nice. Do it. You have to, like, and I've learned this because I was always like, oh, I don't have this. I can't do this. I don't have this. I can't facts, do this. Because it was always, and you, give you, and you give yourself an excuse. Facts. Don't give yourself an excuse anymore. If you get, if you got a, a PC now, there's plenty of software that you can go on and get editing software. Back then, you had to pay for that. And you, you had to pay, pay for that. Big racks. money. Big racks. <laughs> I like how you put it up. Yes. Racks. <laughs> It's the truth because not hundreds of dollars racks though. Racks, yeah, it wasn't cheap. It wasn't cheap. It wasn't free either. They don't understand it though. Yeah, they don't get it. And if you did get it for free, it's because you knew a hacker or you knew somebody that could get you the code that could get you plugged in. Yep, that you had a plug. Yep, get you plugged in. And maybe some of y'all, maybe just some of y'all, y'all probably was getting popped in the ass back then for the for that shit because. No, you gotta lay it down like that, bro. Because for some of them motherfuckers that get in that industry back then like that, I mean, you have to understand, you have to be eat, sleeping, and uh, no film how we know it, just for y'all to really understand that we're not exaggerating. You had nope, to have, you was not getting no fucking, what, movie pro on your new Macintosh back then, bro. That's what I, you wasn't getting that. Um, you had floppy disk and all this other shit. And even when editing was, you know, like surpassed that, when computers surpassed that point. You are not getting these good softwares or any type of editing shit, nope. for that matter, on your nope. freshly new Dell. You just wasn't getting nope. that, bro. You had to put racks, like he said, racks <laughs> on your shit to get it, though. Yeah, <laughs> and you had and you had to render your footage. So for people that don't know what rendering, rendering is, oh my, go ahead. And rendering tell me. is basically you're you're taking all that footage, right, and you're plugging it into your your device. So if you had a big VH tape, mm-hmm. you had to literally put it in the tape deck. You had to plug it up some way, and you had to. And even back then, now this is talking late eighties, nineties. Yeah, it yeah. would take you hours, hours sometimes a day, <laughs> to load all your footage into your computer just Facts. so to edit. Facts, though. And it, and again, if your computer was not like twenty thousand dollars. Forget about it. Yeah. Forget about it. It's true. If your shit wasn't top of the line, you 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 bro, you was taking the damn near fucking five, six days, damn near a week. If you was gonna get any type of real work done, cause you gotta take an account sleep, you gotta take an account, yep. you waiting for this shit to go up. Bro, when, yep, that's that exactly. was that, that's why I was so appreciative when I had got all my rigs and everything like that. When I was on my goddamn 
old ass. I bought an eighty dollar compact um laptop off of a dude from work. I was just so happy that I didn't. <laughs> yeah, Bruh, I say up like I know what of, you mean. One of my FedEx checks, I, I bought mean. it off of you. And the shit, it was so shitty. I'm thinking like, oh, I got a laptop. You know, this thing got four gigs on it. Back then, you know, I wouldn't know what you know four gigs was. I mean, I knew what four gigs was, but it was just like I was just cool, whatever. Um, and got yeah. it or whatever. And then I'm like, shit, I just know I'm be able to you know start editing. That was that's when I really started getting deep into editing once I got that. Boom, got that. Start trying to do all my little YouTube videos, all this kind of stuff. And rendering, no lie, I swear up and down, bro. Rendering would literally take seven hours on that shit. And we talking yeah, about like hours. Yeah, we talking about like what, twenty, I wanna say twenty nine, two thousand nine, twenty eleven type shit. Like this shit was taking yep. me hours bro i got a youtube channel you go to my red dragon Dice channel to them videos the, the ones in the beginning all them bitches was like eight nine hours like that's how long it said now <laughs> now the thing and that's just rendering it then you gotta upload the shit the upload is mm -hmm. a whole nother two three five hours you know because you gotta you know you got shitty equipment so that's what it was like that's what i'm saying they people don't uh they don't get it though man Motherfuckers probably don't no understand. they don't get it and here's the thing like here's the thing so to reiterate so i ended up later down the line i ended up um getting a laptop off the boat off the off the truck um through a friend through a plug and i had a mac that was my focus my focus was getting this mac mm -hmm. so i could use um iMovie because i heard about iMovie and they made it i was like oh it's, it's in the computer. You can actually mm -hmm. go ahead and Facts. upload your footage. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. mind you, this is before where it wasn't digital, right? It was, you know, uh, cell phones, cameras weren't so great, but you can get decent stuff out of it, right? So right, right, even right. rendering video footage from a camera was, was, was horrible. <laughs> and yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't use it. Like I literally couldn't use, so I abandoned it. I have my Mac, and these are the things you're just, that you're gonna face. All right, guys, and I'm gonna be 100% real right now. So he asked, "How how can I help you guys understand as far as if you want to make a movie, right? And and you you don't have the stuff. Here's the thing: look online, um, look at refurbished stuff. Thanks. When I went online and I've looked, when I had to get a new Mac because my Mac died all of a sudden, I had to get a new one. I went online." I found one and at the time I had a really good job. So I spent, uh, I would say less than a grand on a refurbished Mac. Cause Mac back in the day and even now is still good for editing. Now PC I feel like has overtaken Mac. Yeah. Um, as far as different yeah, software yeah, programs and stuff yeah, like too, that. Yep, yep. But that's how I started. I was a Mac head. So once I got my Mac, I got my new Mac, now I needed a camera. Now. Mm -hmm. I hear about uh, regular, you know, Canon cameras, Nikon. <laughs> Those mm -hmm. are they, they they do video now. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah, and I was thanks. always, oh, really? and I was always a little bit into photography too. So I was like, yo, I got two joints in one. Let's go. So I got my first little Sony Cyber Shot, um, which I did the shot, the the my my short film that I did as an experiment just to see where I was as a as an editor and a director, right? Yep. Um, and technically a cameraman and, technically all and a cameraman yep, yep. yeah so I had to learn how to do all that and here's the thing guys like save up the money yeah you know it may take some time but at the same time Thanks, learn go on YouTube I did a lot of so YouTube rewarding. searching yeah exactly once you learn the stuff and I would say take notes 
every movie oh, when, when yeah. I decided I wanted to become a filmmaker I said to myself every movie that I watch I'm gonna uh, watch and learn with the students eye okay you have to watch with a student's eye Thank the way you. they do certain cuts, cuts yep. the way they the edit angles. certain things the angles, the angles. Yep. You know, the sometimes you gotta watch movies where even older films okay just so you can get an idea how far yeah, them the one best angle or one shot has gone through the decades this is decades of film that that's your education right there i wanted to go to full sail academy when full sail was on on tilt i don't know if you, you heard of that school nope Tilt. i don't think i heard of it, it sounds a little familiar but i don't think i personally like right i can't get into so, my memory right so full sale was like when i after i got out of high school i went to college i did the college thing for like a year right because i really wanted to do film i really really wanted to do that so in order for me to do film um i looked into a school called um nyc film all right it was in new york i live in connecticut so i live about 45 minute train ride an hour drive right from the city that's what we call it out here so I went to go visit the school. The school was nice, everything, right? No mm -hmm. lie. This is what the educators told me. If I wanted to be part of the school, forget about having a job. Facts, okay? bro. This you had deep. to be dedicated. 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 That's yeah. what they wanted. Yeah. So you was a starving artist. They, I was like, whoa, that's not going to happen because I still got to make bread. Yeah, yeah, I facts. still got bills to pay. You know? Not <laughs> tripping. No, facts, no, and, facts. and they... And back then they wanted like five G's. No, it was like 10, maybe 20 G's a year. You know what I'm saying? Cause it was a four year course. So that was dead. I wasn't doing that. So I ended up looking into full sale, full sale. That was in Florida. So I didn't need to go move to Florida to go to the school. I didn't have the money. I couldn't do it. So what did I do? I went online. I watched tons and tons of movies. You like, even like anime, like when I started getting into anime and started watching anime and realized these animated Japanese movies is just as like movies. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You just got to watch it with a different eye. Different, and yes, not, different eye, yep. Right. You can't look at it as a cartoon because that's what people look at it as. Yep, no, yep. study. Study everything that's on film, whether it's an anime, whether it's a cartoon. Listen, I've watched love stories and I'm a big action guy. Right, same, same. You can give people the visuals, right? You can give people mm -hmm. the greatest action scenes, right? But if you ain't got a story to that scene, if you ain't got some sort of like, if you're doing a love story, if you ain't got, if you ain't never watch a love uh, or a romantic comedy or just a plain old love story, I ain't gonna front. I tell you straight up, I have a one romantic love story in my DVD collection. Okay, um, damn, I gotta think of the name, but. Yo, it brought me to tears because I love the story. Yeah. Oh, it's called Here, Here on Earth. It's a late, yeah. I think it was like a late 90s, uh, not a romantic comedy. It was like a romance drama, right? Watch drama movies, bro. If you guys want to write scripts, you got to learn how to write feeling. I don't know how to write scripts. Thank I'm not you, a script bro. writer. Thank you, yes, yes. I I'm... can I can choreograph action. I could tell you, hey, this one might sound cool, but writing dialogue and all that other stuff, yeah. I can't do that. You know, I'm gonna need a script writer. But if you're doing it by yourself, learn the ins and outs of film. Learn lighting. Learn um, uh, not only lighting. Learn uh, angles. Learn uh, the rule of thirds. 
learn um you know how to work a camera okay tripod yeah don't you think get tripod depth. is just a in depth of field. A, a, a cumbersome thing yeah depth oh yeah tripod is like whew. yeah but learn depth depth tripod field. will save your life tripod you know definitely sound now i, sound I need to work is on fucking sound huge sound is huge in film which a lot of people and I, I wanted to get around that but i know we came up on time again um and, and okay so just so because that that was that's a lot of information make sure y'all take everything y'all could out of that if you got to re-listen to it a little bit even re-listen to it um right and, like and, go online people there's plenty of things online there's it's free if you can't go to school for it and you really want to do it do it watch music videos watch freaking movies watch your favorite movie over and over again you know what i'm saying at that at the credits watch you see all those credits they're not just there just to have those are people that do different jobs you may be you may be even looking into one thing and being like oh what's that what's a grifter oh let me look that up look into facts. the business no, that's facts at facts. the same time watch out for the pitfalls that's facts. all i'm gonna say well facts <laughs> you know that's facts man because the pitfall is this is big now this is i did tell y'all want to get into like more of the symbolism about um the film industry you know bringing it back to that um so do you know what a hollywood is hollywood as far as the definition no so, just did you no. know oh, okay the word hollywood um no. not just the word nope. but like did you know holly is an actual tree like hollywood is it's actually a wood it's a form of, oh, get of lumber yeah now this is why i say hashtag never hollywood and y'all know i put this on my twitch all the time shout out to the twitch fam by the way the reason why i put this might sound a little racial but that's what holly the people that made hollywood they made it to like technically to this this is why i say hashtag never hollywood because hollywood is technically symbolically for white people to a degree mm. and this yep. is why so the the hollywood itself the actual holly tree that holly you know once you chop down the holly tree it becomes hollywood um it's the mm -hmm. whitest of all woods what Every, yes it's the whitest of all woods make sure y'all do your research this has been a while and like i said that's why i started the hashtag in hollywood what probably about like a year ago half year ago when i was doing my um search on plants and stuff like that and i magically came in this also hollywood is also made or they used to try to make um wands out of hollywood aka magical wands or harry potter harry potter wands or wizard wands whatever you want to call them broom uh you know the witches mm -hmm. the witches that fly on broomsticks also all that all this stuff is made from hollywood or it's a reference to it so when hollywood got started because that was gonna be the next question do you know how hollywood got started because i didn't did extensive deep i'm talking about hours of research y'all do you know how hollywood no, got started I, though i didn't even know how hollywood started nope. okay well just to let y'all know how hollywood had got started technically when the jewish people came over here and they were looked down upon jews started hollywood and i know jews get a lot of flack and this is probably one of the reasons mm. why but this is why they run so much shit because they realized that when they came to america nobody here had there was like no real film production don't forget that hitler was still working on and his scientists working on shit like television the tv they were doing tv shows the shit that um if you look at propaganda. the propaganda films. when you was looking at the tv for too long the scientists behind they learned that they it puts you in a beta state of mind 
scientifically. Mm-hmm. So once you're looking at the TV, you're actually in a trance. And then when you get into a trance, then you get to telling some, you know, some propaganda. And that's one of his quotes from his book. That's one of the quotes from Hitler book. If um, I think it's something black people are the real Jews. Um, but if you look in that, one of his quotes was, if you tell a lie, you know, a big enough lie long enough, and you keep telling it, people will start to believe it or whatever. But that's how they can just proper, that's propaganda. That's what they learned. But bringing it back to the Jews that came over here or whatever, um, they started Hollywood and they were making movies. They started making Jewish movies to and putting Jewish people in higher roles. This is why I was, this goes back to the whole meaning of this podcast about black people, about Hollywood having an agenda against black people. They used film. This is all documented, by the way. They use film to up their people in the eyes of the public, in the eyes of everything else, because they was learning the sciences behind picture symbols and signs and what Hitler was doing. You know, they put out their own propaganda, even though they were the lowest. They were showing movies where you could see Jewish people that was rich and all this kind of stuff. People was looking at it. Long story short, Americans still hated Jews to a degree. America did not like Jews up until Pearl Harbor. Once the war was coming up, they made war movies and showing them beating Japan and all yep. this kind of shit. So mm-hmm. when people start filling up theaters, they seem like, oh, now we got a union now. It's, there, it don't matter if you were Jew. It didn't matter what you was. They showed a film from being Irish to Jews to this, that, third. It showed the cause. If we come together, we can fight this war and win against the, the, Jap- the Japanese or whatever. And right. this is why I say... Can't nobody people that's that's regular every day walk around and think that we just trying to make some shit up or think we talking about it because it's the Illuminati. The shit sound like a fairy tale to them because they don't believe film has that that ability. They knew that that was the ability it had and it worked back then. People were signing up to be in the military. You had so many dudes sign up after the film was out. I think they said they made two films. This is well documented. I'm gonna try to get the documentary too that I've seen on this as well. Um, that people were signing up for this. And after oh, that, no, nobody didn't make any type of hatred towards the Jews. Then, now here's the little deeper part, because we're talking about how sexual favors was getting done. Boom, Jews got into the porn industry. Now, I will say this. This is how the porn industry technically became what it was today. Hollywood out there, they seen what it had on them. When you go look up the porn industry and you go do your research on the porn industry, I ain't got to take my word for it. Do your research. Did y'all yeah, know that the when the porn industry started... It was to degrade Christian women. That's where the nutting on the face of a woman's face came from. That where doing all this heinous sexual things on camera. That's what it was for. They were choosing mainly Christian women. Christian women were the biggest thing important back then. And I'm sure a lot of people that watch it don't know that because they probably never gave two fucks to do no real research. Um, <laughs> the Jewish guy that was setting it up and had all this kind of shit, he was being a manager, forget his name. He was making sure that he was getting these Christian women because Christianity was so supposedly against Judaism or whatever the case may be, saying that the Jews killed Jesus, all this. So they had right. something about their women being the most purest. This is where all this stuff is coming from, y'all. So y'all can't forget the Jews came over here and they also seen what film did. And they took that, threw it on the public, and now you get people that's in porn and want to do this to their women, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just want to say that much. So to, to, to bring it back real quick, I'll let you know, Hunter get some um, some words in on here real quick. I just know I had to drop this big load off. But don't no, go ahead. Yeah. Pause. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had to drop the big load off. Um, but yeah, don't forget the the a- actual Hollywood is the whitest of all woods. And technically, when Hollywood was started, they were trying to depict 
you know the the whites in some in a certain way that every other piece wasn't you know depicted in so then when color got into um hollywood they set the standards for what roles who was given what roles because they understood if everybody was on the equal you know playing field to show what they wanted that would be so different and this is why you can see so much more white movies i'm not saying nothing is wrong with white people in general so don't get that twisted but we just gotta oh, look yeah, at the nah. actual history this is history though this history. is what's going on this is why it happened yep. this is why they chose to name it hollywood some rich dude wanted to name it that shit, you know or somebody that understood what hollywood was actually was amongst all other wood the whitest that was this is secret symbology what color is the hollywood sign white exactly 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 so this is a, this is a secret this is like this is their secret this is what they know and this is why i keep telling people they understand this shit on a deeper level the science is on a deeper level bro i study hiller so much i would have been obsessed with hiller i would never been into none of this shit i know now if i wasn't into hitler that's just great well, number one but well yeah. you got to remember too hitler was also an artist right oh, so you. artists yeah, yes, use yes. a lot of symbolism yes symbolism so bro that's what he, he definitely you know what he did with the swastika yeah, yeah, oh again, yeah, yeah you know for anybody swastika. that i don't know yep. the swastika was a religious symbol mm -hmm. with the japanese people okay mm -hmm. look it up it's a mm -hmm. fact it's a it's a real fact before Hitler made it into what it was or what it is, okay? Mm -hmm. The the swastika, he used that and made that a symbol for his party. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And and the swastika in Japanese, when it's when it's done the right way, it means peace. Yes. That's what yes. it means. Yes. In Japanese. Yes. So he he knew what he was doing. You like and now with Hollywood and, and, and like you said, with the Jewish people and stuff like that. All they got to do is use the symbols, man. Yes, and it's use the been symbols. there. It's been happening. And here's the thing. Other than that I could think of, Tyler Perry, right? Yeah. Tyler Perry gosh. now has his own studio. He built his own, pretty much his own Hollywood in a sense, okay? Mm -hmm. Yep. What other, what other, like, even back in the day, have you ever heard of a black no Pro, like black production company no he's right? the first where it's just <laughs> black people yes he's the first he's, he's the first tyler perry's the first mm -hmm. right there's no one else so at some point like with him doing that and i can say this i'm not a big tyler perry fan I, i've seen some of his films and they're okay you know what i'm saying it, it got him much success mm -hmm. but i would love to be where he's at and that was the thing i was going to tell you when you ask me about what I would like to do for the youth. Now, at some point, if I get the money and I do do things and, and do big things, I want to create a studio here in the state of Connecticut for, you know, kids that don't that that don't can't get their hand on the equipment or yeah. the software and stuff yeah. like that. So I would love to build a studio, you know what I'm saying, where yeah. they can learn the stuff and not have to feel like they got to go to school for it. Because I'm going to tell everybody right now, technically, if you want to make a movie, all you, you got your phone. You technically could experiment facts. with your phone. Yes, facts. You know, if you got a little portable camera, use the portable camera. Just make sure you look up the software and how to edit and how to do all that. It's possible, guys. You can put out your own stories. And I'm going to say for, and, and I'm going to be honest, I love all my people as a color, um, as, you know, different colors and stuff like that especially white people mm -hmm. brown purple don't matter what color you want but as far as black people 
if you got stories to tell, if you're yeah, a good storyteller with with visuals, with writing, with everything, yep. let's step it up. Yeah, step yeah, it most up. definitely, most definitely. Um, Put it out. Yeah, my biggest thing is always um, I got to be black first because that's the world we live in. Honestly, Facts. people can say in this fairy tale land, I understand some people like, well, you don't want to be racist. It ain't about being racist. It's about being racist to a certain degree to the point where you care enough for yourself because you understand this is how the world sees you. You as yep. a black person shouldn't have to feel guilty about nothing you feel about supporting black people or saying you just want black people because that's mm-hmm. how everybody else culture works. Chinese putting Chinese first and we can see whites putting them first. That's how shit works in this world right now until we get a majority. Once again, we never argue all here, just percentages. There are just a majority of people of other cultures that's going to put their own first, except for black people. We don't do that. I think it's probably a genetic thing of us being how different we are. It's just not in our genetic code to just X somebody out over color. That that's not us. That's not our culture um, originally. It never was, and this is why we wind up as slaves. This is why we constantly wind up getting racist shit did to us, and we still forget the same people or go back to the same people. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you get this self-hatred shit built up because you only know this shit black people do, and then you hate yep. on them. So just want to uh, throw that little short nippet out there. I'm for my people first, but I'm cool with everybody. I'm glad everybody else is succeeding. But in the world of signs and symbols and understanding how deep this shit really go, Cause this is why this is this is some rabbit hole shit. I want to get to all of this, but at the end of the day, we know how crucial film is. You got to know how crucial the things you're yes. looking at, because just because you consciously not paying attention to something, your brain can pick it up if it's in your vision. That's how that's how good your brain is. And this is an example I'm gonna use. Have you ever been walking in and out of a room all day, and you walk in, and you can just spot a spider out of nowhere? Yeah. You could just you, you yeah. it's like you you not looking for it. you just spot it like you just knew it was there. Yep. That's not true conscious. That's your br- subconscious in your brain understanding that hey you don't fuck with spiders subconsciously. This is some shit the sub- unsubconscious side has to pick up. You know it's like yep. the, what they call the uh, in Spider Man. See they do this in film. They call it the Spidey tense or the, the t- uh, yeah Spidey whatever senses when he can mm-hmm. sense something behind him without even looking. He instantly right, can dodge yeah. it. Like he knows when the punch is coming from the left side without even looking. That's not because his eyes is a feeling. And the thing is, I want to say about black people, which is this how Hitler found out black people, his oris was the real Jews, is we go off of feeling. We go off of senses, so to speak. We are more sensitive. Um, and I, I could go deep into that, but I don't want to make it sound like it's racial, but it's definitely more towards the, 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 the film industry. You know, I want to just you know put it back on that. This is how he know. This is why he was over there doing what he was doing to his own people. He was trying to make a master race. He admired black people to a degree. He really did. Mm. And he seen that, hey, if you can make a master race or they race was good enough, whatever he seen in our race, that our ancestors probably knew of ourselves, but we don't know today. Hitler fucking knew it. He went on to try to make his own race of people. Mm. Once Damn, again, I never look saw at, it yes. from that point yes, of view. Look Whoa. at it, bro. Look at it, bro. That's why he looked at his trace and he said, my trace is weak. He thought that if I can make a pure race, if black Whoa. people got darks, uh, dark hair, dark eyes, why not have white people with blonde hair and blue eyes? Like showing the contrast, bro. This shit, it goes deep. Hitler was deep in thought. In the symbol of the of his um his swastika, you know that red patch. The see the red, the red on his um on his symbol. Why he had his Nazis wear it? The red around the red square. That was society. 
the circle was the inside of people that knew what it was and then that swastika being dead square in the center uh, in the center that was the nazi party that was the deeper of knowledge now right y'all know the colors right because co i'm doing one on colors the colors is red white and black understand that the white is pure and innocent in a lighter form a lighter sense of not knowing it don't have to mean you're dumb but you're innocent you're naive you don't know any better black is right. always a higher form of knowledge that swastika really started over in africa and oh. also it shares with the japanese as well so i feel like our asian brothers kind of knew some whatever they did back then um to get mm -hmm. in contact with our you know our african ancestors the thing is once again, you go to martial arts, you look at all the belts. The The white belt is the lowest belt because it's the lowest of knowledge. The black belt is the highest belt because it's the most of knowledge. Mm. You're not as naive. The more you find out, the, the darker something you can become. You know, and people got a sense they saying dark is bad. Dark is never bad. Dark is actually mm -hmm. good. So, yeah, we it's, it's, it's real deep. But I want to make sure y'all put this back on film. I'm going to end it with this on the film tip. Um, this is why contrast in film is such good. Do you want a lighter film or do you want a darker film? Darker film mm. seems to have more of a serious tone because it's more you're more in tune. And this is why you like to watch films in the dark. You your brain is more centered in. The more darkness right. around you, the higher focus you actually have. I don't know if people could think of it that way or see it that way, but the more darkness you have around you, the more focus you can have on what what's ever in front of you which would be the screen or if you had like this is why in the nighttime if you're driving with headlights you have full focus as long as you can see two feet in front of you on the ground you can make it 100 miles down the road you don't have to see 100 miles you can make it all the way yep. down there but yeah this has been another deep one um i don't know if you want to throw anything extra on that real quick before we get up out of here i don't know if you got any other you know little points you want to hit on about the film industry um well i mean the the other point i want to hit on um as, as still is like people that's inspired um they're inspiring filmmakers right mm -hmm. so i'm gonna talk i'm gonna talk to the visual guys because i'm a visual guy right same, same i'm not as not a story guy I, I like to tell the story through action okay if you are a budding independent person just remember you know what i'm saying your limits is what you have okay the mac or your pc doesn't make an Oscar worthy film your camera yeah it's a uh, a tool but it's not gonna make your Oscar worthy film mm -hmm. you know what's gonna make your Oscar worthy film is your brain and what you your heart and your soul and what you put into the the, the material or the um, or the film that you're gonna put out now mind you you got there's levels okay as far as learning make sure you again learn the little things learn uh, color correction Learn editing, learn yep. cuts, yep. learn um, rendering. How, how long is it going to take to render a film? Um, learn how movies are done. You know what I'm saying? Sound, light, all that stuff matters. You know what I'm saying? And experiment. You ain't got to do one huge movie. You do little movies, yes. and then you incorporate what you learn, yes. and then you move on to the next. That's why the movie The Shop that I did, my little short film, and I've only done one one official one yeah y'all right, need to see me. that man so uh, uh that one i learned how to do color correction that was my focus my focus was making sure i got the colors that i wanted to edit in and getting in that tint and that hue the way i wanted it i wanted to make sure it was in there and that's what i did with that film that film was about 
color correction. The next film I do is gonna, you know, incorporate cuts. It's gonna incorporate uh, choreography because I plan on hopefully doing like a little action scene. Because okay. my first one was more tame, you know. Yeah, gotcha. It was the setup. Yeah, yeah, so, so yeah. To anybody, so to anybody that want to do it, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? You, you could be from anywhere, any works of life. Obviously, if you got money, you can get the equipment. But again, the tools, the tools help, but they don't make what you're gonna make. All that stuff comes from your imagination, and use your brain. You know what I'm saying? With the Matrix, you know what they did with the Matrix? They took all these freaking cameras. And now you got bullet time. Mm -hmm. Okay, you could be the next person to invent a film style that nobody has ever done. You could be that person. So remember, always experiment, do your thing, um, and just keep going, man. Like, and don't fall into the traps. You know what I'm saying? As far as if you want to be an actress, actor, or anything that have to do with Hollywood, okay, just be careful. Thank you know what I'm yeah, saying? If this sounds too good to be true, yeah. think twice. Yeah. Don't be naive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ask somebody that may know about the business, and even then, you know, be listen, anything, be skeptical. You know what I'm saying? Be, you know, be very skeptical. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could be the toughest person in the room, mm -hmm. but you're not going to be the toughest person in the room when you're getting your butt slammed yeah, just yeah. to be part of something yeah. that you didn't even realize you was a part of. Exactly, exactly. Exactly, and with or end that, up in a position, or end up in a position where you know what I'm saying, uh, where you can get, you, you can get got. Yeah, you can get got. Yeah, where where they they might even force it on you after that. You never know, man. They exactly. take it to that back room, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like we ain't got time to go into that part, but I like I said, some people you hate to hear, but this shit is this is what is going down, man. Um, and with that being said, yeah, don't get y'all ass took, man, just to be in no movie. <laughs> Um, exactly. and this, this has been exactly. another good podcast. We're gonna get up out of here though, but yeah, once again, if you want to share any socials, bro, I, yeah, I actually want to share one thing. All right, I, I think, I think, I don't know if you want to, but I think we should do like a, a part three, just fine. Part three, yeah, part three, yeah, we can do a part three, okay, exactly. we can do a part because right. this is whenever, it's, whenever it's, you, it's deep, it's deep, yeah. So, whenever you want to do that, hey, you let me know, we'll do it, but. I'd like to add in again, bro. Thank you for having me on part two. No problem. Hopefully we get this part three going, go a little, little more, and, and, and extenuate the you know conversation. Mm -hmm. And um, listen, I don't really have social media other than my IG art page. It's okay. uh, Ray underscore Rinchier. That's R A Y underscore. R I N C H E R E. That's my IG Instagram. Um, and you know, I don't put up a lot of art uh, as often, but I'm working on that. Hopefully, 2021, I'll start producing more artwork and, and start posting stuff. Okay. Well, yeah, man. With that being said, I'm getting up out of here. Y'all know it's Red Dragon. Make sure y'all follow me on all my socials as well. Red Dragon King on Instagram. Um, Red Dragon Afterlife on YouTube. That's spelled with two eyes. Um, and then yeah, my Twitter man at Dragon King, you know. And once again, y'all, that's just the quickest way if y'all want to, you know, hit me up as always. You know, I'm keep dropping that. Once again, shout out to everybody that listen, no matter what state you're from. I appreciate everybody that support this. And lastly, make sure y'all share this everywhere. It's cool for y'all to go ahead and you know throw it on anywhere. Like I said, throw my shit on Pornhub if you can to get some motherfucking listeners to come over here because. 
That's just what it is. I don't care where you go. Only fans or all that. With that being said, bro, it's, can red I, it's red. Okay, bro, bro, can I throw, can I throw one, <laughs> yeah, one, ahead, thing, throw, one thing, one thing, one thing real quick? Yeah, yeah, Listen, ahead, I'm going to say, hold on. Shout out to my state of Connecticut. Okay, Shout out yeah, to my bro. Haitian, Haitian massive. That's all I got to say. Let's go. Shout out to the Haitians, man. <laughs> <laughs> now it is Red Dragon Dynasty, man. We done hashtag in Hollywood. It is, bitch. Red Dragon Dynasty. Stay tuned, stay live, stay messing with it, and we out, man. <laughs>